Hi. Um, wow. I hated that. Hello. <laughs> My name is Josephine and welcome to the first ever episode of Breathe. Um, I've decided to start a podcast um, and I've decided to name it Breathe, which is quite ironic because I am someone that suffers from severe anxiety where oftentimes I cannot breathe. Um, but I just really wanted to have a platform where I could just kind of throw up all my thoughts that I constantly have running in my head. And that way, at the end of the podcast, I'm able to kind of let go of those worries and stress and just be able to breathe. Um, and so I thought that this is a way for me to just kind of have that release. Um, yeah, so we'll just kind of see how this goes. Um, I want to start each podcast with kind of like a high-low of the week so I can reflect. Um, however, I think because this is the first podcast ever, I should probably let you guys know who I am. So, I, like I said before, my name is Josephine and I am a 21-year-old. Crazy, I know. Um, I am actually about to turn 22 in like what 20 days less which is crazy um but that's besides the point um but yeah I spent my life moving around a lot I moved to Belgium when I was eight years old because my parents worked within the military and we were sent out um and so I kind of grew up there mostly um going into going to international schools and being on swim teams, and everything was kind of in English. Um, I did learn a bit French, but kind of like embarrassingly low amount. Um, And then when I turned 18, I graduated high school, and I decided I wanted to move to America to study. So I moved to San Diego, and I went to the University of San Diego, um, and I got my bachelor in theater and performance studies uh, with a minor in philosophy, which is a very interesting combo, I know. Um, But I didn't want to just study uh, theater. Um, I just thought that was a bit risky. Um, So I took philosophy for fun, which um, I've been told is not normally a fun topic, but I quite enjoyed it, uh, despite having to write a million papers. But that's besides the point. Um, so I got this bachelor, and then I was like, well, now what? Um, and I had a visa to work in America for another year after I graduated. So I decided to move to L.A. Um, to pursue acting, which is all fun and good, um, until I realized that with my visa, I'm not actually allowed to do any acting, <laughs> Um, Because I was under the impression that with my visa, I'm allowed to work within the field that I graduated in. And since I graduated in theater, I just assumed that I'd also be allowed to act. However, for acting, it's a completely different thing and I need a completely different visa, Um, which was like not ideal. (laughs) So anyways, I worked in a movie theater because that was kind of a loophole because it was theater related. Um, I worked at the Arclight. Um, much love, love all the workers there, it's a really fun job, um, weird hours though, it's not great working at 1am or being there till 3am, honestly, that's not great, but besides that, I really did love it, 
Um, but then a few months in, I realized, okay, what's the point of staying in LA if I can't even do what I want to do? So I decided that I was going to cut my visa short and then just leave after six months. So that's what I did. And so in December, I packed up all my stuff and I moved again. <laughs> and this time I moved to Copenhagen, which is where I am now. Um, this isn't where I was born. Um, I'm born in a different city in Denmark, but this is the closest to home I've been since I was eight years old. So that's where I've been in the past 21 years, just moving around. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to be back, I guess, home. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of a little bit about me. I, you know, want to do theater. Um, but again, I am just 21, so I am also just kind of seeing where life takes me. Um, so yeah. Uh, I kind of just wanted to go further off that and have the main discussion topic of this week being what it's like to move so much, um, especially like, you know, in those like early years when you're really changing as a person um, and what it's like not what it's like not having like a permanent home for so many years, because obviously like when I lived in Belgium, it was somewhat permanent. Um but we we knew that we were sent to Belgium and that eventually we would be asked to come back to Denmark. But um, my dad's contract kept getting extended. Um, but we did move houses quite a lot. So it, there was a lot of moving going on. Um, sorry, my computer just made a noise. <laughs> um, but it is definitely weird being able to say that I can stay here in Denmark for as long as I want and that there's no upcoming move because especially when I lived in San Diego and you live in college you live in dorms and you have to kind of move out at the end of each school year so each year I knew that there was no point really investing in where I lived because at the end of the year I'd have to move out anyways and same in LA um I didn't really want to invest too much in where I lived because I didn't know how long I was going to be there and I guess the only way I can really explain it was that it just kind of felt like I was in a boat in the middle of the ocean. Like, I was there, but, like, it, was, it wasn't it was solid. And, yeah, it was just confusing in my brain. Um, and even just coming back to Denmark, like, I have a temporary place that I was staying in. And I was just getting really anxious because even though, yes, I have a roof over my head, it was just, it wasn't permanent. Um, but I've now found a place that I have for as long as I want. So it's kind of felt like that boat has come to shore, <laughs> as stupid as that might sound, but it is very nice to know. Um, another really interesting thing about moving around so much has been the culture shock, um, and I never thought that I would experience culture shock, which I know sounds so naive, um, but when I lived in Belgium the first few years, I um, went to an American school. Um, which is why I have an American accent. And I grew up around a bunch of Americans. And even like when I was swimming, there was a lot of Americans there as well. And so I knew about like American stars and American food and even just like style and furniture and fashion and things like that. 
So I thought that when I went to college in America, there wouldn't be any culture shock because, you know, I was well-cultured in the America. <laughs> um, I was wrong. <laughs> Uh, I did not know what I signed myself up for when I was a tiny little 18-year-old, not that it's that long ago, shipping myself away to San Diego. I could not get further away from my family, Um, but I think everyone at that age just kind of wants to get away from their family. Um, But yeah, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into, and I showed up, and I don't really know how to explain it, but it was just so different not bad different um people often think that like culture shock is like a bad thing it's not it's just that every moment I had to consciously like be aware of what I was doing what I was saying what was going on because I just not that I stood out because I sound and look pretty American it was just it wasn't like my everyday what I was used to if that makes sense um so I even just had to get used to like what the underlying meaning of different phrases were um and like what was acceptable to do and what not to do um and things like that so eventually I settled in and I got used to it obviously there's still a few different things that I never fully adapted to one of them was (laughs) the freaking metric and imperial system I refused to learn (laughs) inches and feet and all that stuff. I think it was mostly just out of protest. I was like, you know what? No, I like my centimeters and meters. It makes more sense to me, so I'm not even gonna bother. Um, which really came to bite me in the ass because in one of my classes, I genuinely had to raise my hand and ask how many inches are in a foot because we had to do something with scales, and I had no idea. And everyone, this was in college, everyone literally just started giggling around me. And I was like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing, but I have no idea. Um, Yeah, so that was (laughs) that fun thing. But I think after living in California for like three and a half years, I definitely adapted. And clearly my accent has as well. Um, Every single time I came back to visit, all my friends were like, wow, you sound more American than ever and at first I was like no I don't but now I'm like kind of proud of it even like the other day I was like walking down the street um here in Copenhagen I was like I don't know I was going somewhere and some guy came up to me he's like where are you from I have a serve I need to answer blah blah blah. and like I immediately just went California (laughs) and I don't know why I obviously am not from California but like I think that was my way of like trying to get rid of him like being like oh I'm not a local like I don't want to talk to you but, like, I could have said anywhere, and I just, like, said California. And also, like, I realize it's rude to, like, turn those people away. But, like, I was genuinely rushed. Um, so I didn't really have time. And I didn't want to be like, I don't want to talk to you. So I'd, whatever. That's besides the point. But, yeah, I definitely feel kind of attached to that part of my life. Um, but, yeah, moving back to Denmark, I had culture shock again. Which is crazy, considering that I'm freaking from here. Um, But I think it's because I got so adapted to the American culture and even before that I got adapted to the Belgian culture and even though I thought I was always super Danish, I guess I wasn't because I came back here and (laughs) the first thing I noticed was that everything was closed. It was like 5pm on a Thursday. I was like, why are all the stores closed? And I called my dad and I was like, what's going on? Like, is it a holiday? And he was like, no. People just go home early in Denmark. It's not open 24-7. 
And I was like, I mean, I guess, but it's Thursday. Like, this makes no sense. And that just kind of shows how you have, like, gotten to the convenience of America, like, things being open all the time. And, like, granted that, like, not all stores close early in Denmark. It's more like the local boutiques. But still, that was weird for me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm slowly adapting and getting back to the Danish culture. Um, but it's definitely taken me a lot longer than I thought it would. And I think that kind of just shows like the effect of moving around a lot. Like I know that I'm very privileged having moved so much in my life and seeing so many places, but I don't think someone else can understand how jealous of it I am of people that have grown up the same place their whole lives. Just because like you know who you are and you know like what's there for you, like you you know what's going on. Like I get stressed when I have to do daily tasks like go to the doctor or I don't know like take a passport photo because I don't know how the system works I have to call my parents and be like I don't know what it's like here and when I was in LA like I didn't have anyone to call um so it's just like I constantly have to figure it out and I feel like every single time I figure it out I move which of course is my own fault I could just choose to not move um I just happen to keep moving. Um, so I know it's kind of like stabbing myself in the foot, but it, it has made my life quite, um, I want to say confusing, just because I, I struggle with figuring out how to do daily life chores. Like those are stupid adult things like going to the bank are difficult for me. Like obviously like once I figure it out, like it gets easier, but it's always like that first time. Um, Anyways, so I don't know where it was going with that. <laughs> Basically, it's been rough moving back to Denmark. And I thought it would be a breeze because I was like, this is my home country. It's going to be so easy. It's my own language. It's my own people. I have friends here. I have family here. It's going to take me like three days and I'm going to be back in the swing. And here we are one month later. And <laughs> it's been up hill you guys it's been a struggle um to say the least um yeah but that's all I'm gonna say about moving other than that it's just been really confusing in my brain um so yes travel it's amazing but make sure (laughs) that you give your brain some time to just settle because I don't think I've given my myself enough of that time I keep moving and if it's not cities, it's houses, it's towns, um, schools, jobs, whatever. And it's just, it's been a lot. Um, moving on, I also kind of just wanted to like talk about like a few of the best and worst things of um, the different places I've lived in and just kind of like my experiences. Um, just to kind of like give you guys like an understanding of like the difference of each of these places because each of these three countries have been so different like crazy different which is very cool like obviously it would have been more different if I had like one of them being Asia and you know not two of them being in Europe but still um so I want to say the best thing about moving to Belgium was having my whole world being opened up Like, obviously, as a child, when I lived in Denmark, I knew about Denmark and nothing else. I honestly thought 
at that time in my life, and this is so embarrassing, <laughs> but I thought that Germany was the biggest country in the world and that America was a city. <laughs> Keep in mind, I was a child. So Belgium kind of opened my mind up like that um, and allowed me to see that like there's so much in this world. And growing up, going into international schools, I had best friends from all types of like places in this world. Um, so I was just open to all new cultures and religions and belief systems and, I don't know, like hobbies. And I think that's a really cool way to grow up. I honestly recommend international schools to absolutely everyone. I think it's the best thing, which is probably super biased. But I think it's just so important to be surrounded by so many cultures at such a young age. So you kind of grow up with an open mind. Um, again, I could be super biased because it's exactly what I went through. But I highly recommend it. Um, it's very cool to have every single person in your friend group be from a different country. I just gotta say that. Everyone brings something different to the table. Um, so yeah, that was definitely the best part about moving to Belgium. The worst, I think, was having to... I think learn English was very scary for me. Um, I was kind of just thrown into the school system and everything was in English from day one. And we had uh, this other class called English as a Second Language that I took with obviously a bunch of other people that didn't speak English. And I just remember it being quite scary, um, happy scary. So I don't think it's like the worst, but I remember like how confused <laughs> I was. And there was quite a big transition. Um, and it does mean now that my English is actually better than my Danish because I went into an English system so young. So it's not like a bad worst, but I think that was the worst part. So it's, it's still kind of a good thing. It's really not bad. It's, it's an okay thing. <laughs> it's just my English is better than my Danish. That's just how it is. Um, so moving on to America, I think I'm just going to combine San Diego and LA because, I mean, they're very close to each other, and I didn't live in LA for that long. Um, I think the best part of moving to America was it allowed me to grow up on my own. Um, I moved to America as an 18-year-old. I had no family nearby, no friends. I didn't know anyone, um, which, I mean, props to me because I would, that sounds scary. <laughs> um, but I was just, I had to learn how to do everything on my own. Yes, there was a lot of crying and yes, there was a lot of calling my parents at 4 a.m. because I was just scared and upset. But I definitely have grown up a lot because of that. And I think I've matured. Not that I'm the most mature person out there. But I definitely think that it's helped me grow up. Which I think, not that I needed, but I think is good for me. Especially with the career that I want to do with you know theater and acting. You have to be able to have, you know, consistence, wow, persistence, wow, English, hello, persistence, you have to be able to work for it and you have to be able to do it, you know, even if there's no one there by you because it is a rough industry. So I think the fact that I was so dead set on going to America, even if my parents didn't want me to, um, and being able to 
be somewhat successful. I mean, I didn't die and I got a whole bachelor. <laughs> Shows that I could do it. Um, so yeah, I think that was the best part. The worst part was definitely the loneliness because like I said, I had no friends or family when I moved there. Obviously, I made friends. I wasn't alone the whole time, but I was I was still am in a long distance relationship, so I barely ever got to see my boyfriend. I barely ever got to see my parents. Um and yes, I could call them whenever I wanted, but there was a 9-hour time difference. So Obviously, if I called my parents and it was a bad time for them, they would be less likely to be able to help me. So it was also just kind of, I was restricted to when I could talk to them. Um, And there are some things you just don't want to share with new friends. There are things that, you know, you want your mom's help with or, you know, things you go to your siblings about. Um, So yeah, I definitely was quite lonely at times. Obviously, not all the time. Um, but yeah, it it was lonely being alone over there. I say alone very softly because obviously there are a million other people over there, but I kind of did have to start a life from scratch over there and that can be quite lonely. Um, and lastly, we have... Denmark. Um, I think the best part of Denmark is obviously I'm close to home. My family's right. I literally visited my grandparents this past weekend. It took me like a three hour bus ride, which the bus was so warm, (laughs) but that's it. That's all it took to go see them. It cost me like 40 bucks. Um, cause they live on like a, like a completely other end of Denmark from me, but whatever. It like, it was so easy to come see them. That was like n- not even close to possible when I lived in California. So I would only see them once a year. Now I can just plan a weekend trip whenever I want to go see them. Um, my boyfriend's an hour and like a half flight away. Same with my dad. My mom still lives in America, but whatever (laughs) I can't have everything um my sister lives close to my grandparents as well I have my childhood friends just like a 20 minute train ride away like it's I'm so close to so many people again which kind of helps with you know what you know like the loneliness I talked about from America that's kind of been fixed here which is really really nice um and I have to say the worst thing about moving to Denmark is the fact that everything is in Danish, which obviously, hello, it's Denmark. But I've just, I've spoken English in my everyday since I was eight years old. Like, obviously, I spoke Danish at home. But, like, ever since my parents got divorced, I kind of speak half English at home as well. Because my dad's girlfriend, you know, I speak English with her. Um, and with my boyfriend, I speak English. So it's it's very difficult to come back to a country and have to say everything in Danish. Like, I was at work yesterday on set. And, you know, like, we were filming and everything was in Danish. And one of the guys that was helping film, he only spoke English. And I got so excited when I heard him speak, which sounds so silly. But, yeah, I just kind of, I miss speaking English. But it's good to practice my Danish. But um, I think it's just such a big shift for me because it's something I've been so used to for 
the majority of my life that I now have to change in a sense. So like having to speak Danish constantly, like my brain has to constantly be working to remember the words and how to say things. Um, and I, I, really, I get really stressed when I have to speak Danish to like proper adults or like informal situations because I didn't grow up speaking formal Danish. I spoke, you know, Danish with my parents. Like we, it wasn't very sophisticated. It was just, you know, like pass me the water. I love you. Things like that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think that's the worst thing. But again, it's, it's not like a bad worst thing. I'll get used to it. Um, but yeah, I think that each place has a very special place in my heart. Um, there's pros and cons of each place I lived. I haven't been back in Denmark for very long, so we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah. It's definitely been an interesting experience, especially these past four years, moving around so much. Um, so yeah, if you're the type of person that grew up in the same place their whole life, and in your house you have that freaking measuring thing on the wall of like your height, you might think that like your life is boring, but just know that there's people out there that are kind of jealous of you. I never had that measuring thing on the wall where they like do you like do you know what I mean like where they like you like you stand up against the wall and then your parents would like mark your height with like a pencil or something and then like write your age and then like each year you'd come back to it and you just kind of have essentially like a growth chart in your childhood home. I every time I saw people with those I would be so jealous cuz we've moved around too much to ever be able to have that. Um so yeah. My point is just the grass is always greener on the other side. Um, I love traveling. I'm super grateful for it. But sometimes I am deeply jealous of the people that grew up in the same place their whole lives. Um, so yeah. Um, I kind of just wanted to turn this podcast towards um, just like a moment to just kind of reflect <laughs> over I guess all my word vomit that I just threw up the past 25 minutes um and I want to say I am so grateful that I've had so much travel and life experience already at the age of 21 um I really am very very grateful for it even with all the negatives that have come with it it's such a privilege to be able to even have those negatives, if that makes sense. Um, and I just wanted to share a little moment I had last week um, where I was super, super stressed. Um, so I went outside for a walk and I it was like kind of windy. It was dark outside. It was like 10 p.m., and for some reason, I just decided to look up, and I saw the stars, which sounds like, okay, so what? But I haven't seen the stars in so many years, and I don't know if it's just because I've been too busy to even look up, or if it's because there was too much light pollution, so they were never able to be seen, or, if, you know, I don't know, but for whatever reason, 
I hadn't noticed the stars in several years and I kind of just started crying a little bit (laughs) because it just kind of took me back. You know, it really centered me and reminded me that my worries should not be worries. I should be happy that I'm even here and I should be enjoying, you know, my moments. So I encourage you next time you're super stressed, write down what you're feeling, speak it out, whatever. And then after that, just take a moment and just breathe. Just let it go. And go outside and look at the stars if you're able to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to talk about for this first podcast. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you made it this far, I love you. That's amazing. Thanks for getting through my rambles. Um, I hope you were able to take something away from it or that you were at least entertained. Um, I'm working on a bunch of exciting new topics that I want to go through um, the following, ne- um, the following, the next podcasts that are coming up. Um, and I'm probably going to ha- figure different ways out to organize them. But I think that instead of spending, you know, months and months and months trying to plan it to just never do it, I'm just going to dive in. I was like, I'm just going to start this podcast and see where it goes. And if the first episode sucks, then it sucks. But then I'll have a place to grow afterwards because I'm the type of person that will be too scared to start something. And I really just need to learn to just jump off the cliff and do what the 18-year-old me did by moving to America. Just go for it, even if you don't know what you're getting yourself into. So (laughs) I hope you guys stay tuned for next week. Um, And until then... Don't forget to take a moment to just breathe and remember that you are beautiful. Okay, bye.